BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. All right, your chance at some money in about 15 minutes. We still have this cash contest with the keyword going, your inflation bonus. Listen for the keyword in the instructions coming up at around 320. Uh, we do this uh, pretty much uh, every other November. We go, or October, we go through the ballot measures asking the yes and no sides to come on the show. We don't always get both the yes and the no side for obvious reasons. Uh, the one we're going to do right now is the first one on your ballot. It's uh, Proposition 1 or State Measure 1, Constitutional Right to Reproductive Freedom. This only happened because of the Supreme Court decision overturning Roe v. Wade a few months back. The California legislature, uh, among other things, acted immediately to put something on the ballot that they thought would, uh, I don't know, enshrine in the constitutional. The state shall not deny or interfere with an individual's reproductive freedom in their most intimate decisions, which includes their fundamental right to choose to have an abortion and their fundamental right to choose or refuse contraceptives. We're going to get Catherine Hadro on. Uh, spokesperson for the No On Prop 1 campaign. Catherine, welcome. Catherine. Huh. Just, it's just one of those days today. Yeah, it's this weird. I mean, um, I'm okay now, but now she we can't is get the on. phone. I see she's, she's blinking on the phone. It says she's waving at you? Or? We, can hear the, uh, we can hear the hissing and the humming right, of the we'll phone to- line. Try to reconnect. By the way, uh, the latest polls say this is going to pass overwhelmingly. 69% support. Catherine, are you there? Yeah, I think I well, hear her. Somehow, we hear... Not hearing us? I, I, don't, I don't know what the hum we're hearing, so... The, uh... <laughs> we're, the, we're one of three states doing this. Michigan and Vermont also has something on the ballot. In Kentucky, voters are going to vote on the opposite uh, to amend the state constitution to declare that there is not a right to abortion. No, oh, how about that? Uh, a measure. Oh, this is really distasteful. This is kind of the way it's going to go with this issue. You got to find a state where yeah, not mean, a problem versus I, one where it is. I've said this very often. I, I have a very hard time talking about this because I, I just find the whole thing just so uh, distasteful, would be a mild word to put it. Just 
the whole uh, the whole thing is just really off putting. Um, it is. Montana is going to ask voters whether to require medical care and treatment for infants born alive after an attempted abortion. Yeah, I mean, yeah. some of the issue here is, you know, how late term are we talking? Yes. Um, there are some people that believe it's whenever well, a woman has to, wants to make that choice, it's her choice. That's a fringe, though. Most yeah, people believe... Uh, first no, it says trimester. here 90% occur in the first trimester. Yeah, anyway. and, 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 and that's about the percentage that believe there should be a limit there. 1% occur at 21 weeks or later. That's uh, a very small amount. There's a, there's a lot of yelling about it, but there's real. See, everything, all these, there's so many fringe issues, and there's so much publicity about the fringes. The fringes yelling about it, the, 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 the fringe itself. The, the issue, you know, there, there I mean, I've, I've never been aware of in my life of anybody trying to have an abortion on an eight-month-old, an eight-month-old fetus. That, no, it says, and up. even in those very, very small number of cases, the woman just found out something that severely affects the health of the fetus. Right. So the number, the number of babies who were just outright murdered because uh, somebody changed their mind, you know, at eight or eight and a half months, that, that is a very, very tiny number. Yeah. Uh, you see how it did came up in uh, the Georgia Senate race, uh, rather governor's race. The Stacey Abrams is once again trying to. Oh, she said something really asinine. She was comparing. She... Well, she was kind of. I don't have the exact statement. We had the audio yesterday, but we don't have it today. She was basically saying that um, it's one way to deal with inflation. Yes. Be, this, if you give a woman news, at least this could be a factor, and you know. It, it's terrible to say that. It really is. And it's a weird reason for <laughs> fighting inflation. But we have always said on this show for years, please don't have children until you can afford it and you're ready for it. You know, it's, it's not and that. And that's the big problem with a lot of unwanted and abused children. Okay. They're just the parents were mentally fit or fiscally fit or anything. Here, here's the Stacey Abrams quote. This is verbatim. Let's be clear. Having children is why you're worried about your price for gas. It's why you're concerned about how much food costs. For women, this is not a reductive issue. You can't divorce being forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy from the economic realities of having a child. It's important for us to have both conversations. We don't have the luxury of reducing it or separating them out. We have to talk what a governor can do. A governor can address housing prices. A governor can address the cost of education. A governor can put money in the pockets of everyday hardworking Georgians instead of giving tax cuts to the wealthy. But the first part of that quote is, hey, you have kids, it costs money. So inflation's going to impact you. And, right. uh, you know, if you don't want to have the kid, uh, it'll be uh, cheaper in the long run. Get rid of the kid, uh, you deal with less inflation, less rising prices. You know, you don't have to worry about the price of uh, bottled formula going up, right? Or the price of diapers. So, you know, just uh, off the kid. You know, somebody who thinks that way, I find that disgusting. I just that is that, pretty sad. That's really yeah. gross. That makes my stomach turn. I can't help it. You know? They talked to a, a political science lecturer at San Jose State in this article, Donna Crane, who said, well, you know, it's nice, but it really doesn't matter because federal law will always trump state law. So if Congress passes a federal ban or the U.S. Supreme Court takes up new conflicts that could result in more limitations, doesn't matter what California does. It's a virtue signaling amendment. It'll be trumped by federal law. 
it, it's already in place under law, and this turns it into a constitutional, uh, gives it constitutional because protection right. in, yeah. as, as a right. But it, it, it's not going to change anything practically. And no, yeah, you know if, they did this to they did this for turnout. They're hoping that this helps turnout. You get something on the ballot dealing with this hot issue. At least six months ago, it was a hot issue, and hopefully, you'll get more of your your party and your people to uh, turn out in November and help you hold on to Congress, but, uh, whatever uh, else you're trying to do. But on a national basis, it's not going to. They're not going to get many people who weren't voting anyway and turning out to vote. It's it's a phony media issue. It's, it's lot, looking that way, right? It, it's a it's a lot of a lot of media hot air. Because everybody knew this was coming all year. I don't know why everybody pre- uh, pretended to be shocked by the decision. Everyone knew once Trump got those last three nominees on the court that this uh, this uh, is this was going to be reversed because that case that they ruled on was already in the pipeline. So th- there wasn't this big shock, and everybody acted like there was a big shock. Yeah, I understand most people really don't pay attention to anything that's. But going when on. they were well, when these Supreme Court nominees were questioned, some of them seemed to indicate, well, you know, it's the law. I don't know. Well, sure, they, they well they, they mis- were, because they, they mislead just, because otherwise that starts a huge firestorm. Because we're not allowed to have honest public debates, even Supreme Court justices have to do this stupid fudge dance uh, when when they're getting uh, interrogated, right. and and they're told to. They're they're told by the administration lawyers. It's like here's how you're going to answer this question. So they're reading off a script, and it's just to block off criticism. So all right, well, we'll try to – we're having trouble with the phones. Isn't that weird? Now, trouble, trouble with, with me last hour and my access. Now it's the phone lines. I, all right, uh, we got more coming up. First thing, you will hear the keyword for your chance at some money. That's the inflation bonus money. And then after that, a story we talked about yesterday, and John's probably not too happy that the San Francisco mayor has now apologized for her comments about Hondurans and drug dealers. Oh, no, she doesn't mean it. Oh, you don't think so? I thought you'd no. be disappointed she even bothered to apologize for... Well, she's playing the role that everybody plays. That's all she's doing. She meant... Do you think she, she's changed her mind about that? She hasn't changed her mind. I know, but it's kind of like taking the knee publicly anyway. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it when we come back. Uh, and we got the money to give away in moments. Well, we're not the only city this week. It's rocked by racial tensions, thanks to the L.A. City Council recorded conversations between those three idiots, two of which won't resign. I thought of an oldie but a goodie, John, I remember from like the Moist line years ago. You call it the City Clownsel. You get it? Clownsel? The City Clownsel. I forgot that. Yeah. Yeah. They, are, they really are silly clowns. I mean, they truly are. Oh, somebody played circus music the other day, it's not, remember? It's not just like a cheap shot. I mean, they really are foolish men and women. In San Francisco, the mayor was talking about drug dealing in the tenderloin and singled out a particular ethnic group as being largely responsible for dealing the drugs. They were Hondurans. Well, apparently not much was made of it until somebody began circulating video of the comments. And then... The mob came came in complaining <laughs> they, and protesting. They took a day off from DeLeon, and everyone got on a quick flight to San Francisco. Here is the full story from ABC7's Bay Area reporter Gia Vang. 
looking at all the beautiful artwork. Yeah. Mayor London Breed was all smiles and an event and Manny's in the mission tonight. You were the highlight of that movie. There to talk about the positives of San Francisco. She left without answering any questions from the media. After clarifying earlier today, statements she made on October 5th on a KQED show. There are unfortunately a lot of people who um, come from a particular country in Honduras, come from Honduras, and a lot of the people who are dealing drugs happen to be of that ethnicity. She went on to say she wasn't racial profiling, that it was the truth of the matter. The backlash wasn't immediate until the video began circulating. Some people angry, accusing the mayor of singling out Hondurans. Others posting support for what she said. Today, the mayor issued an apology, saying in part, I want to apologize to the Latino community for what I said and how I said it. In trying to explain what is happening in the Tenderloin, I failed to accurately and comprehensively discuss what is an incredibly complex situation in our city and in Central America. I accept the apology only because we know that she meant well. That's president of the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce, Carlos Solorzano, who says the chamber's research in 2018, done in eight blocks of the Tenderloin, showed most drug sellers were juveniles from Honduras, there to make money to send back to their families. But he says there's a big but, especially in today's cultural climate. We also have to understand that we're not naming only one ethnicity, that is not good enough anymore. With all the turmoil that we have with, between the Latino community, the African-American, the Asian communities, we need to work more together. So we need to be more conscious of what we say when we point fingers especially on that is this another example of everybody getting way way off track from what the real issue is the real issue is the drug dealing that's right that you have and what the tenderloin looks like you have an enormous crowd of drug dealers and literally thousands of drug addicts living in the streets zombies rotting away Defecating, urinating, vomiting, fighting. I that's the issue. And I I you know what's amazing? Does everybody have to be ultra precise when they speak all the time? Does everyone have to add five hundred little caveats and exceptions? The, the, nobody disagreed from what I saw that there is a large contingent of Honduran youth that are selling drugs. Now, there may be other ethnicities, I'm sure there are, that are selling drugs as well. It's not the only group. I don't know if it's the largest group, but apparently it's something significant or she wouldn't have uh, brought it up. And it looks like uh, the guy from whatever that Latino group was, was partway agreeing. Unless there's a pathway to an answer, does it matter that you point out their ethnicity? If it's drug dealers, just take care of it. Well, it, it matters to this. Is this part of the illegal immigration problem? Yeah, that's not discussed. See, this. well, that's 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 first thing I thought of. If you are going to say they're Honduran uh, and they're sending money back to the families, and I have no idea if that's ten percent or eighty percent of of what's going on. That's not the point. The point is, it's going on. And and uh, do these illegal immigration policies are they greatly aggravating the situation? Because a lot of the people coming over the border from all these different countries are young, unaccompanied. Minors, young men who might be 18 and over, but there's a significant contingent contingent of young men. Yeah, because they're considered the most able-bodied who can do, sure. get work and send money back to families back in their home right. country. And right. work isn't just uh, the work we think of in factories or loading boxes. No, or it might be dealing drugs. Right. Might be dealing drugs. 
So probably what, more money in oh, that than working for minimum wage. But you see, that's the thing. The news cycle, the news cycle is never about that you have hundreds of drug pushers feeding thousands of drug addicts. It's about, oh my God, the mayor was not as specific in describing all the ethnicities or given the exact percentage of this ethnicity. It's like, oh, for God's sakes. You get the idea. You understand that's a component. I don't know how large the component is. I don't know how to count that. And maybe it doesn't matter, except it matters to the extent of, well, the immigration policy is one thing the mayors can't control. And they are the illegal immigrants, the ones that are uh, not going to get legitimate jobs, are going to get attracted to these cities and end up aggravating an already existing bad situation. But the bad situation is, 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 is the point of this. I just every day, every day, it's about stray comments that people make, imprecise comments, overly broad comments. Like, stop it. That's not that's not the issue. No, and for people that know this neighborhood in San Francisco, the Tenderloin, which has really gone to crap, it's like, well, all right, so you went off on a exit ramp discussing the ethnicity of the drug dealers. Please get rid of the drug dealers. I don't care if they're Lithuanians. Just get rid of well, them. Well, why isn't her police department arresting them all? And how about not being a sanctuary city? Then you could arrest them all and deport them. But wasn't San Francisco one of the original sanctuary cities going all the way back to Gavin Newsom? Yes. So maybe your sanctuary city status attracts these young guys who end up selling drugs? Maybe she should talk about her role in creating a climate where this kind of behavior thrives? Maybe she ought to be questioned by, by the, the little public radio weenies up in San Francisco? See, nobody wants to talk about the truth. Instead, another day of, oh, I can't believe what she said. I can't believe what they said. It's like, stop it. People yeah. are children. Just whining children. Yeah, I, in fact, I'm reading this. Well, this news reporter put out this on Twitter. That Carlos Solorzano guy that she had there, the Hispanic Chamber of Congress, uh, Chamber of Commerce, said, we know that we have a problem. We know that Honduras has a problem with bringing kids over here and doing that. Okay. So somebody on this Twitter chain wrote, well, what's wrong with the truth then? She told the truth. Why does she have to apologize? Exactly. If there Even is, the uh, Hispanic Chamber of Commerce guy says, yeah, that's that's a significant uh, portion of the drug dealers are young and during, uh, juveniles. If it's having a disproportionate effect, then she ought to be standing on the roof of City Hall and saying, Joe Biden, close the border. <laughs> because these kids are coming here from Honduras and they're selling a lot of drugs and we got enough problems. Of course, she ought to have her police department just arresting everybody. They ought to be re- arresting all the drug dealers you know, they, they, all these cities have tons of cameras now, right? Every, every uh, businesses have cameras, uh, residences have cameras. You can you you can skit you can, you can drive around a city now for uh, an hour and a half and appear on somebody's camera somewhere. Well, start gathering evidence and making arrests. You you have video. They never used to have that. Now the video's everywhere. You can see the drug deals going on. Put the police out there. Why aren't there like like five hundred cops? Marching up and down the Tenderloin District. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. 
All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. All right, coming up after 4 o'clock, we're going to talk about that uh, story, which is all the talk of the Silicon Valley here in California. Apparently, landscapers working on a pretty expensive home, a $15 million home that sold uh, just a few years ago, found a car buried about four feet down in the backyard. They're digging up the car, and there are bags of concrete mix in the car. Cadaver dogs say that there might be the faint scent of human remains in the car, but so far no remains have been found. We will talk about it after the news at 4 o'clock, a strange story, and apparently the car has probably been in there sometime since the 1990s, and the house was built in 1990, so it may be connected, may not be. I guess a big political story today is that the January 6th committee in the House of Representatives which could change big time come November 8th through Republican control. Yeah, yeah they're, in the the final, polls. they're in the final days. They're in their final days, so they threw out a subpoena to Trump. Well, now, of course, there was word that Trump was anxious and maybe willing to testify yeah. and tell how the election was stolen from him, but Until most this, believe this will just be a legal fight. Uh, well, they're going to run out the clock anyway. Yeah, I think be- that's... Because, you know, first week of January, the new Congress takes over. This committee will be disbanded and we'll never hear about it again. So all of the subpoenas will be torn up? Yeah. No, it won't be effective anymore? Yeah, the committee will uh, will cease. It'll be disbanded, yeah. It'll be disbanded. So this this was one final theatrical event. We're going to subpoena Trump. Trump's never going to testify. And his his lawyers are going to tie this up for quite a while. Yeah, I guess. Because it's not in his interest to uh, testify publicly to the committee. Didn't work so well for Steve Bannon, who ignored his subpoena and now got four months in prison. Yeah, well, Trump's lucking out because the clock is going to run out very soon. I saw a headline. I wasn't sure it was the El Segundo Times. This is what happens when you ignore a subpoena from Congress, the, the Steve Bannon story. And I'm like, well, remember that next year when the House is taken by the Republicans and they start looking right. into Hunter Biden and issuing right. subpoenas to Biden family members? And yeah, yeah. remember that yeah. because... It oh, really is who's in charge. Oh, they'll say exactly the opposite. Because they're, they're, they're all just two-faced fakes. Of course, that's exactly right. Every, when my guy's in charge, this is correct. When my guy's not in charge, that's not correct. Everybody's a two-faced fake. Like, I think, I th- I, I th- you know what they found out is uh, for all the theater of the uh, investigation and the hearings on the insurrection. Uh, by, by the way, I haven't seen an investigation and hearings into the insurrection uh, of all the mm. protests. Be careful with after, that word. After the George Floyd case. <laughs> Insurrection. Yeah, I said it properly. No, really, there should be. What, what, about, what about the 88 businesses that got burned on the, in the Fairfax district? Is there going to be a hearing on that? Or how about, well, the, how about, half, how about Washington, D.C.? How about uh, half the city uh, jurisdiction. Of, of Portland? No, you, you know my point. There, there's never uh, the city council here. They should have done uh, something about the uh, the insurrection that destroyed the Fairfax business district. But how about in Portland? Did the the Oregon governor and the legislature they do an investigation when Portland burned to the ground? No, and they they burned a federal building. Yeah, up you're there. just a right wing wacko. Sit down. No, I want I want I want this all treated equally. Nothing's equal. It's just well, who's in charge. Investigate all of it. Or nothing. And by the way, it didn't go anywhere with, with the public because even the Democrats are spending less than 2% of their campaign ads on the insurrection, which means they... Oh, yeah, it's, it's they, a complete they, mess. They've tested the it's ads. Just like the, the abortion issue actually probably scores better. Yeah, 
but Dan, but they, Dan, the January sixth thing is just no, move it, on. No, it was it, it, it was it was uh, it was a blown bag right from the beginning. <laughs> you know, kind of jealous because um, wish this would happen here more often. Of course, a big story this week is that the British Prime Minister resigned after forty five days. This Liz Truss, why why doesn't Biden just? Why can't we have these kind of governments where we can just kind of start over when we realize everything's just a failure and a miserable mess? Like they do in Italy. Yeah, that happens too every now and then. Do you know the government? Oh, why? Do you know the the average government in Italy lasts uh, one year and one month? No, it's not bad. I thought you were going to say two months. (laughs) Yeah, they've had, I think, 62 different governments uh, since uh, World War II ended. And how are things going in that country? I don't know. I don't know. They uh, drink wine and eat pasta every day. Probably most of the people aren't worried. Yeah, the only time they were in the news in the last several years is uh, they had a lot of COVID cases. Remember a lot of deaths yeah. early on in yeah. COVID? It was but sweeping the, the, through the elderly in that country. The governments around the world largely suck. They really do. So there's talk that uh, Boris Johnson might be back. He just resigned, as you know, not that long ago. Why would they want him? He put in severe lockdowns. Meantime, he was having uh, booze parties at, at his uh, in his offices know. and apartments. Why would you want that fake and phony back? This is the Conservative Party in the United yeah. Kingdom, and I guess they think that uh, they don't have any other choice. Well, they've, they've got plenty of choices, but that guy that guy is a fraud. He's no different than Gavin Newsom. Well, look, it's a picture of a bookmaker writing the voting odds for the future prime minister. Boris Johnson, five to one. You know, bet on anything. It, it, they've got 10% inflation. In, uh, Rishi great... Sunak's the favorite, 10 to 11. Sounds like he's going to be the PM. Whatever that is. Whatever. The former finance minister. Oh, because he lost out to this woman in the last leadership round. So, well, they get like the runner up. They got, a, they got a bad economy like we do. Inflation is double digits, and everybody's pissed off. She wanted to slash taxes, apparently, but it didn't go over well. She wanted to slash taxes and then borrow an enormous amount of money to cover it. Yeah. And, and, then, and then the markets crashed because uh, they, they thought that was a terrible policy. Well, you, maybe you, Trump will come back as our president like Grover Cleveland did, right? Uh, Isn't that possible, too? I don't know. 22nd, 24th president, I believe. No. I don't know. It's, it's going to be a, a weird dynamic over the next two years. It's going to be absolutely crazy. All right. Uh, we got uh, more coming up. Uh, Johnny Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Another chance of cash, the inflation bonus money. Uh, you just have to listen for the key word. It's only 30 minutes away. And then that crack John Cobalt will give you the directions as to how you can uh, get involved in your chance to win, right? Did you call me a crank? No, you're, you're a crack. Oh, you're awesome. on top of things. All right. Or you're a crackhead. I don't know. Right. I'm on crack. It could be. Uh, we'll talk about that weird story concerning the buried car that was found by landscapers up in Silicon Valley after the news at 4 o'clock here on the Sean and Ken Show. Exciting news that uh, Sunday, if you want to go down to UC Irvine, you know who's going to be there? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The New York City Congresswoman is speaking to try to get young people to vote. So she will. Well, John, I thought you'd want to go with me. So what we can I, listen to the future. No, I'd rather go see a Kardashian speech. She, uh, 
What, what bunch of what bunch of college age losers are going to go listen to her? You told me they were going to bounce her out in the next election. Didn't happen. Her, her own people. Yeah. Well, they should have. She they didn't. She got reelected. She, she right? She's up again. She screwed. She screwed them out of twenty five thousand Amazon jobs. Oh, that's right. She they helped block to... a, a major Amazon uh, warehouse. Well, it's like you said, like with Kevin Leon, you know, she won. She they won. want to keep her. Well, she's ultimately not important at all. But you know, the stupid media. She gets because a lot of, of her attention. looks. Yeah, she. It's her looks. I mean, she's dumb as a brick. So, <laughs> she really is. I'm tired. I... I'm tired of hearing about her. Looks like New Zealand has uh, jumped ahead of California in the nutty efforts to uh, battle climate change. Told you a big story this week, and you ought to tell everybody this, that the wildfires of 2020 in California wiped out all the emissions gains from the previous 20, 30, 40 years, whatever you want to calculate. Wiped them all out. That's it. Everything, so uh, all, all the focus on car emissions and uh, industry emissions was wasted when you consider what the fires did. That simple. Right. Right. All so. this is a waste of time, waste of money, waste of jobs, waste of energy, waste of everything. Just it's completely pointless. And then, you know, the response from CARB was, oh, well, we didn't realize that. We don't really look at uh, we didn't yeah. consider wildfire emissions to yeah. be something that had to be uh, looked right. at because we're a bunch of boobs. So remember Ricardo Calfart Lara? He's he the, is now the insurance commissioner, but he used to be in the legislature. I think it was a state senator. He wanted to regulate cow farts. Yeah, they, it was part of his plan for climate they, change. They want to mandate that every cow wear a big cow fart catcher bag on their backs. Hmm. So, some, some big bag-like so device. So attached around their anus as well? Right, right. There would be like a hose that went, to, went into their anus, and so when the cow farted, they gotta smell get, their own farts. It, it would no. It would get no. It would get sucked through the hose into the cow fart bag, and I, then I don't know what they were. But where's do with the it. bag? The bag was on was their it, body was or was on their sit on the on the on top of them. Sit on top of them. Mm-hmm. So they collect their own farts the whole day. Right into the bag. It's like a vacuum bag on a oh, vacuum. But it doesn't cleaner. cover their head so they can breathe. No, no, no. Then... It's like a bag on a vacuum cleaner. No. Oh. But what? But you you can't have it. Sticking out there to be dragging it around. You're talking about it was like on their back. Oh no, it rests on the top of the cow. Yes, I guess that didn't uh, catch on that idea. Uh, apparently not. I don't yeah. think the cows to... would like that either. No, I mean, would you want a hose stuck in your rear end? No. With a, with would a... you want to carry your farts around all day in a bag? No, not at all. <laughs> I don't fart though. <laughs> Imagine the end of the day you open that up. You don't no, fart. No, no woman. One of those ever, women. No woman ever admits to that. Especially one that eats vegetables. You're kidding me. You know how much I fart after broccoli? Well, that's you, Ken. Yeah, that's you. Yes, I can't imagine. No one else. <laughs> I don't have to imagine. So, uh, uh, you, know, you know, the funniest thing when I was a kid for my brother and I is when my mom would pass gas. I mean, that was just a killer. Was it common? No. Because well, women was, try to avoid doing that in no, public. Just, There'd just be a, a little, uh, you know, trumpet toot every once in a while in the kitchen. And oh, that would, and, we'd you be, all, and you both giggled. We'd be, oh, we'd giggle. No, we were on the floor rolling. You were howling. Yeah, we were howling. Yeah, because it's a, a source you wouldn't expect or it's a... <laughs> right, exactly. Well, she was so proper. <laughs> yeah, my dad used to fart around. I don't remember my mother ever farting no. that I heard. Just once no. in a while. 
until you, they got older and then it was like, <laughs> then everything came out. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> well, New Zealand, which of course led the world in lockdowns, is also trying to lead the world in uh, affecting greenhouse gases. They are taxing the farmers New for their Zealand. cow burps. New Zealand is 5 million people. It is, but it's a lot of animals. It's, it's extremely tiny. They have no effect on the climate. None. There are 10 million beef and dairy cattle and 26 million sheep, just 5 million people. So half of their calculated greenhouse gas emissions come from the farms and burps emit methane. Mm -hmm. So what I don't understand is, first I thought, is this a joke? They're going to tax them per belch? Or they're just going to give them a tax based on the number of cattle, I guess, they have on the well, farm. Well, well, what but what are they supposed to do? They can pay you the tax, but how are they going to control the... the essentially, this is to drive them out of business. And that's what several farmers in this story are yeah. saying, that we right. may just have to walk away. Right. So then, you know... And this uh, is a big part of their economy. So then, right. It's, it's, this is what we've done in the United States, especially in California. We put people out of work here. We force companies to move. We destroy companies. And then some, and then people and companies move to other states. And so all those emissions go to another state into the same atmosphere. It's stupid because let's say they cut the, uh, the cow herds by 50%, right? Because farmers can't pay the tax. I'm just making this up. Well, that slack is going to be picked up by some other country. Some That's other what the farmer in this said, yeah. Right. We'll have to be... And you'll end up with and, this. And he said these countries are less efficient at making food than we are, so right. it could be worse. Well, it's it's like uh, it's like uh, oil drilling and, and gas refining. We do it the cleanest in the world. Right. If we shut down our oil drilling and our gas refineries here in this country, we're going to end up buying it from Saudi Arabia or Venezuela, which is a far more dirty process. So you accomplish nothing. And that is a fact. That is not an opinion. That is an absolute fact. So these these virtue signaling feel good laws we have in this state are useless. I, I mean, it's it's the most astonishing thing. Unless you get everybody in the world or to, to go along with this, and you never will, it's going to have zero effect on the atmosphere. Zero. And. Anyway, the one fire season we had in 2020 wiped out 20 years of emission savings anyway. I mean, this is just so silly. We're a, All right. just a when dumb we, species. When we come back, we're going to talk about a big story up in Silicon Valley in a community called Atherton. They found a car buried underground in the backyard of a very expensive, a $15 million property. And John, there's been an update on this story. You want to hear the headline? Yes. Holmes' former owner has colorful history of arrests for murder and insurance fraud. <laughs> that may be a big piece of the puzzle. <laughs> well, then maybe they're going to find some bones down there. Nick, all right. We got more. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark, live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home, too? The place to do it is Errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love, online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it anytime or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at Errands. Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.